Welcome to Fresh from the Esky. Subtitled Ordinary Lives, Ordinary People. Accompanied by Ordinary Production, Ordinary Editing. Sit back, grab a beer, relax and enjoy. Welcome listeners to episode 22 of Fresh from the Esky. So we've got into our more mature years. Great, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, I didn't, didn't know if we'd make it to 22 years. No, I well, was we have. And thinking whether we'd make it to two. <laughs> to show our maturity, taking a bit of a step out of into the unknown, we've worked outside your circle of school friends and footballers, guys I played football with, my rally, um, young Jess, guys I worked with, and we've gone big. We've got the big fish himself, <laughs> Wayne Shimmer Clifford. G'day, gentlemen. Welcome along. Oh, it's humbling to be on your uh, on your podcast. So uh, thank you for uh, for asking me along. It's humbling that you'll put your reputation which is quite <laughs> around town on our podcast. Uh, I mean, you're a, a media personality. You, you're a man actually that's been quite prepared to step out of your comfort zone at <laughs> different stages in life and really push yourself. And we'll get into that. Being very successful at it, but. You, I don't know if you're a listener of the Fresh from the Esky. Yes, I've uh, listened to a couple of uh, episodes, and uh, yeah, no, nah, so it's, uh, that's why I was uh, quite excited when I found out that I was going to get a gig. <laughs> oh, very excited to have you along. Like I say, build up a bit of courage to ask, actually. But we do have a beer each week. Our listeners demand it, don't they, Ben? Yeah, no, if we, we don't, actually. If we don't get it in, Joey um, always swings us a message on the yes. Instagram. Now, you've got a bit of a story to this beer, Benny? I didn't realise. Uh, yeah, so it's um, Pirate Life Brewery, which is done by our sponsor, a large investor in it, sorry, is the one of the best to ever lace him up for Fremantle, Nat Fife. Oh, one of the few... he was a good footballer once. He's past it a little, you'd say, now. <laughs> oh, I think he's a bit too injury prone at the moment. Yeah, but they're talking a trade. Two-time, two-time Brownlow medalist. <laughs> Yes, yeah, no, he was a very good football, yeah. but I think he... What do you think, Wayne? He's a big unit. Oh, a big it'll unit. be it'll be interesting. Is his Frio's best? Probably Pav's probably rated yeah. above him. I would imagine I'd have him in my team. If he could get into Brisbane, I'd, I'd have him ahead of Buddy. Well, <laughs> <coming> <laughs> yeah. on, but uh, Nat Fife is a, is a big investor in the Pirate Life, and yeah. uh, so it's my first chance to, to oh, try one of their beers, so we'll take the top of that. and. Uh, Pirate life. Uh, to Nat Five. Oh, I like his game. I'd say that's that's very good. One of the best. Very yeah, smooth. As you said, like his game. Yeah. yeah, but he's a gun of a player. Yeah, he's. Uh, it'll be you know you talk about injuries and things like that with him. Well, it's obviously going to slow him down a bit. But when you're talking on ballers at a six two six three, at the probably he'd be ninety to ninety five kilos, and that can. Covers the ground. The difference between him and, say, uh, the Carlton boy and maybe um, Dangerfield is he marks well above his head, and that's why I'd uh, I'd definitely have him yeah, in I'd, my team. I'd even sit him down in our forward line if yeah. he could kick a bit straighter. There was that one season, I think. Oh, yeah, the last season or the season yeah. before. Yeah, we were yeah. we were resting him down forward, and he'd take the marks all the time, but just. Couldn't convert on his yeah. shots. No, I'd say him and Dangerfield are similar, actually. Yeah. Dangerfield's field kicking lacks a little at mm, times. Like it it's does. Just it's a bit shotgunny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And even his goal, some days his goal kicking is excellent. 
But yeah, probably yeah, Nate Fife is very good overhead, but so he should be, like you say, he's six foot two or three. Yeah. Built like Dermot Brereton. Mm. I heard he was five foot ten, I don't believe that. I think he must have been over <laughs> six foot. But he, he was a, a lot smaller man like playing centre half forward, you know, in those days. I think Carey'd be about six three or four though. Yeah, he'd be he'd be fairly big. But Dermot would have been coming through my era, you know, I think he's a 65 baby as well. And so you always took a lot of interest in Dermot because he was this brash kid who was brave and he had little chicken legs on him, but, you know, big, strong chest and arms and had, had a good go at it. But it's all changed now, isn't it? You look okay. at the Bont, six foot four, yes. running through the middle. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, they're a ruckman up here. That's right, <laughs> yes, yes. They are. Anyway, we better get into the Wayne Clippers. Some great beers. I don't mind them at all. We've made five a bit of a rap for that, actually. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe... He might send you Yeah. Like, I was going to say, hopefully yeah. he could sponsor us for an episode. <laughs> yeah. Get him on, even. Yeah. Well, this is costing me too much money so far. <laughs> Wayne Clifford, there's so much to go into. Thank you very much for coming on. Because, no. um, like I say, I never actually played footy with you. played against you. But you've done more than just football. You've done a lot of things. But we'll get to all those other things. Um, very nice bloke. Known throughout the league as a very nice bloke. Though he did once call me a cockhead on the field. <laughs> No, so you don't get much banter out of me on that. Yeah. I'm not quick enough to say much, so I apologise for that. It was probably warranted, though. <laughs> yeah. I may have been, but it just shows how much I respect you. I remember that. Yeah. I think a lot of people call me a lot worse, but I can't remember all that. Um, I do remember the first time I actually saw you. I think I came up from Noosa, yep. and I was told to go to the Wandle Footy Club. I found Wandle Road, and I thought, well, this must be the Wandle Footy Club. But then I moved into a house with a guy, and he put me straight and said no, the Wandle Footy Club's down here, St. Lake Park, and took me down there. But I turned up to a practice match he's had going at Vicky Park, yep. as used to be. I turned up there with Jim Murray, the president, and Big Hotto. Yep, Sid Hodgson. for us and was yep. playing for us then. Jim had seen me train only, so they didn't actually wake up. They thought I was still a bit of a catch as a footballer. And so did your old man, actually. He was questioning me, saying, oh, why do all you blokes go to Wandle? I was oh, just someone told me to, but they woke after first round or two they didn't mind anyway they said oh well, they can have him oh I think you sell yourself <laughs> but, short mate <laughs> but I think you um, you were coach that year and I oh I think I've done everything at the footy club yeah. and I think I've done a few things several times yeah. so yeah I might, might, might well have been I'm just trying to figure out wearing a bike helmet too I reckon yeah, yeah, I had that there. I had yeah. a few concussions. I remember playing, I think my two hundredth against Yapoon with a birdie was a or no, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but I had a helmet around that time. I think I went and stayed through that year where I just got a few concussions. Yeah, when our reading about it later yeah, in your career, yeah, but nah. I remember. I yeah, I had a stage with it. They yeah. allowed you to wear like a big like a no, 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 no. This was the soft. No, it wasn't the. Oh. It was like a bike. It was actually <laughs> yeah. like the helmet they wear yeah. now. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't as bad as the. Uh, who was the uh, the Fitzroy player that used to wear it? Wilson. And you'd started at Brothers when... So Brothers, and that was 1990, they commenced in 1980? Uh, 81. 81, was it? It was, that's when yeah. we were formed. Yeah, and, and you would have been a member of that The original thing, yeah. yeah. So Brothers came about because of... Um, we were all actually playing at Christian Brothers School. Yep. And uh, you'd like the Des Cosgrove and a few of these sort of guys. So when we left school playing footy... And we had a good club there, and uh, we all went our separate ways. And then my dad and uh, some other fathers said, well, we need to do something about this. We'll keep these boys together. So that's when that formed. So it was late in the in the, in the the year in 81, which 
transferred over to the 82 season that we had a reserve grade team yep. into that competition, under 17 reserve grade team, and that's where brothers came through there. So officially, I think, on the playing field, we're in 1982, yep. we won the reserve grade, and uh, and the 17s that year, and then we went on from there. So, uh, and uh, we, we couldn't take the butcher stripes because at that stage, Blackwater were in the competition. So when you think of brothers, you think of the butcher stripes everywhere. So we couldn't take that. So we took the blue and white stripes, which was oh, similar right, yeah. to our athletic outfit yep. at CBC at the time. And yeah. uh, it would have been great to follow in the footsteps of all brothers' colours with the hoops. Yep. But yeah. um, Blackwater, and then they left the next year anyway. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. So that's where, that's why, and I was an inaugural member of that club there. And then you put a senior side in in 80... 83, yep. and we were the whipping boys for everyone. Yep. And we won in 84. Well, that's great. Yeah. And yeah. you played in that first... Yep. I was yep. lucky to be in that in that yeah. first flag. And so uh, you're an inaugural member. Your, your dad's a fa- or was a founding yep. member. You played in the first premiership there. Yep. I think you made the 10 years. So that was another thing, actually. Brothers and, as we were then, Wandle seemed to have a... seemed to get along. Yeah, but I think we always did. There was going to be a stink in the first round, and there was a stink yeah. in the first round. I, I don't know. Someone was upset about something. I don't know what it was about, but it happened. I, I don't. I wasn't involved, thank goodness. But um, something happened. I remember. But I do remember. I think we turned up at your ten-year thing, or, or quite possibly turned up at something we were having afterwards. Yeah, you know, I remember just being there. So that would have been in ninety-one. 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 Yeah. I um, it, it's it's because I. I thought we've always had a good relationship because I've had relationships with Tim Grantell and I. We come up through our juniors together yeah. and I've always had a lot of time. I've worked with Wayne Redsell and a few of these guys. So I've always felt pretty close to you sort of guys. It's it's interesting to hear different things as you go through because I see all you guys as my friends and I've even been chipped a few times by when I was playing. You know, I've watched the your boys grow up. I've watched the Payne boys grow up. You know, I go yeah. to their weddings and all that sort of stuff. But So I actually felt part of your family as well as a, as in the uh, the Glenmore Bills family but the um, yeah hey you know we're playing against these guys <laughs> and I, I, you know, but as you mature in years I think your outlook and footy changes a lot more too you know you'd run for us only a game yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. when we're 18 or, or 22 hmm. well it's if you didn't turn up to training and yeah yeah you know and, and you think of things a lot different there so we have had a pretty good relationship over this I think we uh, were you there the year that we did the paintball against each other yes that yes must have been the first year I was yeah here, so we uh, we had this co- and that's just that how we were yeah. that's what we did we we you know and I think a lot of that come from my relationship with Tim to start with yeah uh, Tim and I went through a lot of rep footy together when we were younger yeah. I regard uh, Tim Grantel and Donald Law, who was at Panthers at the time, two of my my greatest friends around the place. I don't see a lot of Tim that much anymore, but uh, I talk to my children and say, play rep football, you'll enjoy the experience, and you get to make friends in a different sphere. Yeah. And uh, as I said, you know, I regard them quite highly. Those two people, mm. uh, speedball Grantel, I think we call him. <laughs> I'm sure I can't remember whether I know there's a story somehow involving. You, I think Wayne was there, and and Blade. Yeah. Something about one year's at a barbecue or something. Oh, a yes, John Theodoritis. So we were down in Bersica Street. So it's big Keppel Cat, Steve Hodson. Mm. So we're sitting there, and they've got the Gordian boys there, and Redders and I, and Tim, and um, got the barbecue in front of us. And uh, Steve Hodson, six foot four. 
and John Theodoritis is yeah and yeah and John's probably not that big but he's a big Greek boy and anyway Steve's having a bit of banter with him as Hotto does and he obviously didn't know Steve that well and took offence to it and he laid he grabbed him pulled him across the barbecue and whacked him three or four times and it they were the loudest punches I've ever heard in my life. And it, I think it was is that the boy Blackmore and Chief Diffie was there. Blackshaw, Blackshaw. Yeah. And Chief was there. And, of course, you know, they could handle that sort of stuff. But I think Redders and I and Tim were all cowering over in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> These big men. That, like, you know, I have to bring it up because I remember yeah. Blade or, yeah. Blade or Redder telling me the it story. It would have been like Redders, a yeah. A couple of years ago and he reckons that, like, Blade had the spatula or something. He reckons that he's all ended up hiding oh, behind the yeah, spatula, like just, all in a line. We just showed that we we're lovers, not fighters. <laughs> I can tell you on that night, and it was just it was just banter that went wrong. You know, obviously yeah. a few beers, a few beers were had, and uh, but he dragged him across the barbecue. Didn't count. Just went back, whack, and we're all. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think Steve McFarlane might have been. Oh, yeah. white shirt. Yeah. Was it? It might have been at Hopes' place, Gary. Oh, I'm Hopes' not sure place. Where? Because yeah. Was so no, nah, no. Nah, that was. Uh, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a. He was a boy, apparently. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, right, I actually run into him in Mackay. So when I left yep. Brisbane, I went up to Mackay for a year, yep. and he was coaching Early Beach. Yeah. And he had the big bandana on, and he yeah. had the, you know, he looked like a pirate, and everyone's kind of, and I just waddled on up to him and said, "Good night, John," you know, and it was there. It was, he was. He, I got on, always got on really well with him. I made sure I got on really well yeah. with him too. So he, Johnny yeah. couldn't work me out. I know. He yeah. didn't know what to make of him. Used to give him a bit like and lip at that, but oh. he's just he's just shaky. He says, <laughs> well, I used to get him a tackling train oh, yeah. every day because Diff used to do that line yeah. and stuff. And I, Gave him a corky one time, and I thought, oh, my God, this will be the end of this. But um, luckily, he was all right. Yeah. I, I often talk, I, you know, some days you watch people in the game, even though you're playing in it. And there was this game where we played you guys out at Stenlake Park. So it's Brother versus Glenmore. And a guy called Drew O'Brien played on John Theodoritis. Both big... So Drew's son's Tim O'Brien playing at the Western Bulldogs, oh, number yeah, 22. Yeah, yeah. So he had stinted Hawthorne and now there. And I just watched these two blokes bash each other... Yep. Not punching, but just run into it. And it was one of the most enthralling games I've ever watched because the teams were well-matched, so they were yep. well-matched with each other. Just two big fellas who could play footy. And I often talk about that game as that you got caught watching them a couple of times because it was actually exciting watching, yeah. them, watching where they go. I ne- never actually saw him. From all accounts, I never saw him play. Mm. I only played a couple of times when I was mm. up here. I don't think he was really watching footy then, but... They reckon it was a very good football, a very good kick, like, and very good oh, overhead. And strong. That. Yeah. You know, imagine he's strong. a bit like Muzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah he would be. A bit like Muzz. Yeah. yeah, very much so. So you then, like I say, I reckon you were coaching brothers when I came up here, mm-hmm. but you would have left brothers around early 90s? I, I left. You I went to, to QAFL, yeah. and, uh, excuse me for that, uh, I left in um, 91. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I went to had had three, three years at grade. yeah I went to three years at Cooperoo, uh, which was so exciting for me to play in the QAFL. And at that stage there, they didn't have uh, the Brisbane Bears as they were in that time. Didn't have a reserve grade team, so they were billeted out into us. So I felt sorry for a, a couple of those players that uh, end up playing um, 
they got to play with me and I <laughs> yeah. kind of felt sorry for them a bit because let's I, drop a few names yeah well uh, uh, Troy Clark who's now oh, passed yeah. away yep. Fabian yep. Francis yep. Uh, Gary Durke who oh, I think yeah, took yeah. A, a spectacular mark for Fremantle yeah. Dion Scott was one but a guy called Pierce Brad Pierce yes left Brisbane yep. he played with me at Cooparoo and I thought oh, I don't know you know he was nice enough sort of fellow I didn't get much of a lot goes down stands under Stephen Kernahan wins a flag in yeah. 95 and all this sort of stuff and I still get paid out regularly but uh, he played for us and just asked for a game oh, it, story, I'm not sure I think yeah. Brisbane might have cut him or he yeah. he got yeah no, he didn't show too much where we were he didn't show too much after that one no so he had that one and he, yeah. he won the grand final and what good more, luck and yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm reminded of it all the time so there are a few people that we got to play on but he also got to play on different people so I had to play on Dick Foss there for a while oh, Danny. Like, oh yeah. yeah so yeah. you you know so you it was and Queensland legends like Jason Cotter Quentin Johnson all those sort of guys so I really enjoyed my time down there but I was uh, I was just borderline first and seconds yeah I worked that's hard. not bad like like that's a it was a pretty high standard down there it, it, it was I was pretty happy with it and I'm you know, I went down to play one and end up playing 30 in three years. Yep. And, you know, and I come back a lot better player too. You know, yeah. I, I, I found that. It was, a, it was a great experience. You didn't come back here though. I think you went to Mackay. I did. I went so up to Mackay. So you Mackay. were banking, in the banking yeah. system as a banker. Bank of Queensland at that stage. Yeah. And had a year in Mackay and I, uh, we, with Ian Biffy. Yeah. So I remember Chief ringing me up when I was in Brisbane and he said, yeah, we got the word that you're heading up this way. And I said, I had knew nothing about Mackay footy. <laughs> and I was actually heading to Baker's Creek, which I'm glad I didn't. And as soon as Chief rung me, I said, well, I'm going there. Yeah, you he, know, I, was that kind of guy? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And, and I had a great year with Chief. I really yeah. enjoyed the time. And, yeah, we got rolled in the prelim, and uh, it was unfortunate. Then I think Chief transferred away. And I was actually going to be coach in 95. Oh. And we... Coached the first game, got a win, and I subsequently got transferred back to Rocky where I come back to Brothers, and we yep. won the 95 flag. So I was That's lucky right. enough to be in that. It was a good year to come back then, It was a very good year to come back. So up within Mackay, sorry? What's North Mackay. North Mackay Saints. So it was actually oh. quite interesting to... Uh, it was unusual to wear the Saints colours. I know you're a mm. Saints fan, but when you grow up, and we had so many tussles with, uh, with uh, Bourne Island over the time, it was... Quite funny to wear the the number twenty six yeah, at. Uh, we've played a couple practice mm. preseason practice. They got a good setup up there. Saints, yeah. yeah, they were, they were well run. They're North very North very yeah. strong now. Yeah, and uh, think, yeah. Oh no, I don't think he does actually. I was going to say I think that Stephen Pugh from Bits might play for them. But he I was. Think... He's back. I think he was there because I run into him. No, he's still there. I run into yeah, him earlier this year because he was doing the schoolboys, and he came in and got a coffee on the way through. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I've actually got a North Macquarie Saints training. Yes. jersey in there mm-hmm. we did pre-season and somehow I snagged best on so that's my brag done for the episode yeah, we, <laughs> that's, yeah put it in there you've done that a couple of times you're very you're yeah pre-season, pre-season, well, pre-season specialist yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wide bay eagles one yeah. as well uh, March Marvel yeah. isn't he yeah, yeah actually <laughs> I think it was last year or the year before I was got the wide bay one and um, that was my first game in ruck and I thought geez, I could maybe hold this down and then we got Josh Doe the big seven foot monster <laughs> and I was like Probably don't have to rock anymore. I'll give up my spot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even when you play, it looks like you give it. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> oh, he's hard. Um, well, I'm a former ruckman myself. I think you can do better. But yeah, around the time you were in Brisbane, though, yep. you took up a, another sport. 
was it mainly just to keep fit for? It, it was, and the exact thing that happened. I had my first season of Brisbane at Cooparoo, and I I thought about it at the end of the year, and I've got I've got what can I do to make this first grade team all the time. So I went. I played all the practice matches in my first year. Our last practice match was against Morningside. I was on the bench. Uh, Kevin O'Keefe was uh, our coach at the time. I went on. I literally was on for five seconds. This guy elbowed me in the ear, 10 stitches down my ear. I was in reserve grade for 10 weeks because it was just how it was. Yep. You know, where I played, who's next? You yeah, know, you, that's you right. weren't. And which was, you know, it was just you playing well enough yeah. to get back in. They've got yeah. to play poorly enough poorly to, to get, get out. And the interesting yeah. thing then, and, and Ledge may have seen it when he was younger. I, I rolled up to training on my first time. There's over 100 people at training, and I'm just Jesus. going, oh, how the hell do I get through this? But you whittle down and you work and you, you know, you stay true and all this sort of stuff, and then you, you make the final 40 or whatever that we had. I didn't think they really wanted, thought too much of me because they gave me 47 was my first number. So <laughs> <laughs> next year I ended up getting 26, so that was nice. But, yeah, so I, I, I went there, and then I, I spent um, – I had the last 10 games – in first grade, and I thought, well, how do I do this more? A mate of mine, a guy called Paul Gay, Marvin Gay, as we called him, uh, in that time, he said, I do triathlon. I said, right, well, I'll do that. So I just did that and got super fit. Then I got given a tagging role the next year, and I loved it, absolutely loved it. I got to play on the best player every week. Yep. Um, my coach that year was Michael Gibson, ex-Fitzroy, oh, yeah. ex-Brisbane yep. player, and Gibbo and I had a great relationship. Yep. And yeah, I got to play on some seriously good players, and yep. it was uh, it was good fun. I was tired, but it was good. Yeah, bring back the tagger, I reckon. Oh I, well, yeah, I got that role a lot. <laughs> a it's important, Lynch. <laughs> That's what I believe yeah, too. It is. I, I back the taggers. I'm part of the taggers group. Yeah, it would be a big compliment to be tagged, wouldn't it? Then. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, will not be tagged by me, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh Ben, it is hard work though. When you've got to tag someone, it is hard work because you get people. There are people out there to, to knock you out of the road too. You know, yeah. there'll be the uh, you know the oh, I know Mus nearly got me one day, uh, but there'll be there in Brisbane. There was a couple of times there, when, especially when you played Maine, they they'd set you up tapping yeah. the boys got me yeah. one day. Well, You've right, seen yeah. me fight too, so and yeah. they were boxers, so I yeah. learnt my lesson real quick there too. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good fun, and I had that opportunity, and that's where triathlon started to get legs for me. Yeah, and, and I thought I really enjoyed that. Yeah, you found it a bit of a passion too, because you didn't just stop with a, doing it for a bit of footy fitness. You took it a lot further than that. Though was that further down the track? It it was a little bit more. It was when I come back to Rocky. Um, yeah. I always used it as a fitness thing, and then when I, I stopped playing footy. For a bit, and I kind of wanted another challenge, and so I took up age group triathlon, and yep. uh, I was lucky enough to go to eight or four world yeah. world titles. Captain, so, uh, captain uh, the team to um, Lausanne in yep. uh, which uh, that's in Switzerland, and uh, you didn't know that, yeah, yeah. So no, I did. So that was you know that's oh, I think I got that gig because that was my fourth one, and I could communicate with people, so it was it was pretty cool. I'll take that. I, I had solid results. I. It's like everything that I do. Just yeah. to make the Australian team four times. It's yeah, I, it's, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed that challenge, and it was it was an interesting time, boys. When you because you did so much teamwork orientated sport to then do individual stuff, it kind of was a nice 
relief because if I didn't go to train and it was only me that suffered, it wasn't. And it, I really enjoyed that sort of stuff. And, and it actually kept me fit enough that I can come back to footy. I had a few more years in my later years. Yeah, I remember yeah. you did. I remember yeah. re- not long after that, 95, you did stop playing yeah. for a few years. Yeah, and then when, um might have been when Dad passed away and uh, the club did a lot and I thought, well, I'll go back down to the club. Because I wasn't at arm's length with the club, but yep. I had no real official role. Yes, yeah, so they weren't stage. really involved. No, in and I had no it. kids at that stage or anything like that. My kids have come along later in my life. So I had no draw for me there. Yep. I was actually umpiring more at that stage. So it was part of my triathlon training. I'd ride to Yapoon, umpire a game of footy, and then ride home. That's right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they were all part of the things that, that I would do. So my involvement with footy was through umpiring at that stage. And I'd only do a reserve grade game. I didn't want to do a grade. On the umpire, you where Jimmy Gould? Yes, uh, I ran into his nephew yesterday and uh, yeah. a few of the boys, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy was pretty cool. I liked him. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't think it was any... Better or worse than the other one, but I like the fact that you could approach him and mm. laugh about it after the game. He'd have a chat to you. Like I've never been sent off for abusing umpire, and I don't think anyone should ever abuse umpires. I mean, I know they get a lot of things wrong. I, I, I'm a very good umpire actually when I'm playing. Mm. So good when I'm an umpire, <laughs> yeah. though, but you know, like you should never get abused. I mean, sent off for abusing umpire. You should not abuse them. Like, mm. By the same token, you should be able to approach him and ask why it is. And Jimmy was good like that. I found him. A yeah, really I, he, he had no dramas there. with him, and he yeah. because he did have rapport with you. And you know, in all walks of life and all sorts of things, some people can fix up that rapport, and some can't. It's just just doesn't yep. happen. So it it's a it's an interesting thing at the moment everywhere, uh, not only our sport with umpiring and things like that, and. Um, Oh, yeah. well, didn't some girl get king hit or mm. some game overseas or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, just the other day in a soccer yeah. game or something. Oh, girl, I so- got king hit from behind by a bloke. Yeah. Oh. It's just, yeah. I haven't had much of an opportunity because of my work. I've had to work every Saturday afternoon, so I haven't been able to umpire this year. It's not a bad thing to do. I don't do Brothers Glenmore games. <laughs> I do no. that. But, I, I, you know, it, it's not bad. But I think you've nearly got to be the right person to do it too. It is a, it can be a difficult spot. Oh, uh, it is. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm a little bit like you, and I'm now coaching under 13s. I'm very. I don't never miss a decision when I'm. And I've yeah. got to pull myself yeah. up a few times and just remember yeah. that. Oh, you know, and I know when I've made a bad decision. I mean, yep. you can kind of hear a roar when you've missed something. Yeah. You've gone. Oh, I have missed something there. But yeah, no, Jim was good. You know, he was he was approachable and. Uh, May he rest in peace, but he was he was a good lad. I hadn't seen him for a while. I even said to Darren, I thought, man, I thought he passed away a little while ago. <laughs> because you used to see him riding around the town yeah. and he'd have his little dog in his basket yep. in the front of his bike. Uh, yeah. He had a girl step through bike and he'd ride around with his yeah. dog. And, yeah, I hadn't yeah. seen him for a while actually, but yeah, I had, yeah, it was only when I saw it today. So you were born in Rockhampton? No, I was actually born in um, Adelaide. I was a, oh, My right. dad was... I was in Adelaide on the way to Malaya. So Dad was an army man. Mum's right, a rocky girl. Yep. Yeah, and Dad's uh, from uh, a Dad's a Clarence boy out of Hobart. Oh right. Yeah. 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 So my dad was five foot eight, I think, if you can recall Dad. Yeah. And um, he uh, he was stationed. We're going to Malaya, and I was just born on Adelaide on the way through. You know, and uh, a, a couple of more months later, I would have been born in Malaya or yep. maybe Hobart or Rocky. Um, so Mum went to Malaya. Yep, they all went together. Yep. Yeah, yep. so yeah, so I had my first couple of years. Home town. Yeah, eventually went down to Hobart for a bit, and then 
when my sister Sandy was born on the way to Seymour, on the way back up to Rocky. Very transient birth. <laughs> we, we, yeah, <laughs> and Ellie, my younger sister, is born here in Rocky, and yeah. this is where we've been since I was five. So where the where the love for AFL come from? Well, Dad played it, Dad. you know, and oh, then did, yeah, Tasmanian. being a Tasmanian, yeah. and I always wanted to play footy, and uh, the school had a ga- had a team. So when I was fourteen, I started playing under 18s because yeah. that's all we had, and you know, Dad had all these books, and I actually remember going out to must have been early days and before you out at Parkhurst yep. where and I watched the game there and then I remember maybe I was in grade 7 or 8 we went to the cricket ground Parkhurst the Panthers well Parkhurst as they were there yep. were at the cricket ground the grand finals of the cricket ground and we went there then and I think Dad got the, the juices going back again and because um, his father was involved as a boot starter at Clarence which yep. is in the Tasmanian Football League so I played that one year. I was, you know, I'd just run around as if I was stupid. Then we had an under-16 team, and that's where we started to get together from there, and I loved it, you know. Yeah. And I, I think any young kid likes it. The room that we have to move, everyone gets to kick, and, you yeah. know, you, if you want the footy, you can get the footy sort of thing. So, yeah, and that's, that's been that's how my footy started from yeah. there. So I regard myself as a Queenslander, but I was just born on the way here. That's yeah. Right. And Dad was a decent footballer, was he? Yeah. Don't know. He, he, he said he played the 19s at Clarence, and yeah. then he went into the army. Cool. He, and he was. Uh, he said he was fairly, fairly nippy winger. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, it's probably saying he's outside player. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might have been a bit of a fire. Uh, uh, oh no, he was stroppy little bugger. Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, as uh, as a little band of Marissa he was, and. I've never seen him get into a fight. No, <laughs> it's us all, but you know. I didn't have a lot to do with yeah. him. I just thought he's a man that called a spade a spade. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. When he got upset, he was he was fairly vocal and yeah. things. But yeah, he he he's generally Which is a, probably a bit why of a, he got a club off the ground. Yeah, and you have got to have the passion to get through things there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, it was uh, yeah, no, Dad. Uh, I suspect he may have been uh, a finisher. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to finish the work. I agree. I don't think I was one of them. All right, so I see you did year 11 education, which is I did. a bit yep. odd. I, mean, I got a job in the Commonwealth Bank. I was without just, a university, without completing... Yeah, I just went as a teller. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. just kind of wandering through. Yep. And No kind of career ideas had, had no idea what I wanted to do. Maybe yep. at the police force I was maybe looking at. Yep. But uh, my attention to schoolwork probably wasn't as strong. So I went into the bank and spent a few years in the Commonwealth Bank where I managed to recruit Gerald Hickey when oh. he came into town. I think it was a it was a good tussle with you guys to get Jezza over to us well, as well. I worked with his yeah, wife. Yeah, we've got him. Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> a, he's a... He was an angry little man, oh, but he was he's a, footy, Oh, he? he's a legend. He's oh, yeah. a, he was. He's a Yeah, he could. He's a teacher now. You wouldn't have thought that. Really? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so Jezza... So I did a few years there and then went over to the Bank of Queensland. So... Yeah, and then I went and did university. I did high school, finished high school at night, yep. and then went out to university from there uh, part time. While to, still at the bank. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, still in the industry. You were quite high up with the bank of Queensland. I, think you I went into management. And all that yeah, stuff, and then I went over into upper management of the credit union here, the Capricornia Credit Union, which is now called the Capricornia. Yeah, recruited so. Wayne Redsell. And that's yeah. Well, yes, that's we cool. got Redders on board there. So uh, yeah, so as I said, Wayne and I have had a. Had a relationship for a for a long time. Hasn't always you haven't always smiled upon him kindly though, from what we've heard. 
Best. No, if I've dropped him from a rip team because yeah. I thought he was too old, I think that's probably where you're heading yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. I can't actually. remember this when this happened. Oh, I can't remember. I just said, look, we're at rip training and, and Ben's obviously all across it. And I said, mate, I'm sorry we're going to go for younger people. And you were coaching he, the rip side, were you? Yes, I was. I think we went to Bundaboo. Yeah. And... I think I rolled my ankle in the first quarter and oh, couldn't play for the rest of the game. Yeah, so yeah, that does come up at a at a regular stage. Oh, yeah, uh, when I was when Dad said to me, "Oh, look, I'm trying to get Shimmer on," uh, and I think I was actually around um, around at the Reds was at Wayne's place, and um, I was with Wayne and Jacob out at there um, out by the poolside there, and um, we we're watching the footy, and I said, "Oh, I think Dad's trying to get like Shimmer on," and. Um, I think Wayne and Wayne or Jacob, one of them said to me, "Oh, you'll have to bring up um, when you drop Wayne from the rep team." And I even I even had to write down my uh, notes so I'd remember. I said, oh, "I'm sure I'll bring it up." Uh, I mentioned to Dad, and Dad reckons he didn't know. He said, "You you and Wayne got dropped from a team together, a rep yeah, team." Yeah, Bowler dropped. I thought it was surprised that you. Both of us. Uh, yeah, I thought it was surprised you we, make a rep team. No, I and he was your club yeah. coach too, wasn't he? At that stage. No, or was he brothers no, at that stage? Right out. Yeah. Time. And I think I think Jono was our president. He, John had got up on the bed, how come you're not inviting any Glenmore players? So they picked a couple and they picked me and Red and I uh, went to the train and, and um, they said, oh, would you guys like to run the water? I said, no, no thanks, it's humiliating enough. <laughs> not getting, I'm not going to run water for you. Redder did, I think. Redder and Gary Raymond, actually. Oh, right, yeah. I, think. Yeah, I, yeah. I said, no, I'm not going to do that, no. So how, how old was Wayne at the time he got dropped from that oh, rep team? 63. <laughs> uh, I think he was 27. Uh, but he, he just always looked old. You know, <laughs> I, if he'd taken an overhead mark, you probably could have. But I mean, there's still no actual evidence of Wayne Russell taking an overhead mark, and that's including <laughs> training. No one uh, has not been witnessed. Yeah, he has been outdone by his boys. So, uh, but no, it, it, and it's it's difficult because you have relationships, but you yeah. put into positions, and and uh, and I'm sure there was a selection committee, but I had to fire the. You had the gun. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so Wayne, um, I know you're going to be listening. (laughs) Was he working at the credit union at the time? I don't know. I can't recall. There's a lot of things I don't remember. That's why I needed a helmet. Yeah. I remember when he was working at the bank, I remember Jacob always, um, me and Jacob would always remember the the little jingle that always appear on the Capricornian. Yeah, yeah. um, The Capricornian, a different kind of banking. And Jacob would always just repeat that. <laughs> yeah. Different kind of people used to work there. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, Red is an eye. <laughs> I'm not sure about it. his boys to surpass him. Wayne Russell was a very good back pocket, I thought. Yeah, I thought he was. There must have been someone better, though. That's, uh, that's all I can say. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we might have gone, uh, yeah. Oh. I, uh, yeah. I actually don't even know who we picked over him because there's, there's so many people I've disappointed in their lives. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. But, no, no, that does come out regularly. Because, it, yeah. as you know, we've had the Greyhound together with a few of the Glenmore boys. Say, yeah. yeah. So, so we've had a lot of connection. Up, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. it was a winning Greyhound. Was, was there another one as well? Oh, we've had a few. Okay. Yeah, yeah so few, the, yeah. the interesting... And I might be taking it away from your plan here, but the interesting no, no, thing no, was we... There's no plan. We're over at Murray Payne's place one, one day and... I brought up that Dad and I used to train greyhounds and they were like, oh, we mind this. So I said, oh, look, I'll make some connections and um, I got hold of Liam Mulry who calls. And uh, anyway, so we leased this Velocity Cows on or something other like that and she was okay. And then we suddenly gone, oh, this is a bit of fun. So we all chipped in a few dollars and bought this dog called Raptus who's now still on my couch. 
<laughs> and he was he was quite solid. He was good. He I think it was fifty three starts for ten wins. I think he had nine wins for us. Seventeen seconds, seventeen thirds, something rather like yeah. that. So, you know, uh, you, you look at that. That's 30, 34, 44, 44 against sixty five or whatever yeah. it was. Pretty solid. Yeah. So we got into that. So we used the money from that to buy the next one, and so he cost us sixteen hundred dollars. The next one cost us two grand plus two grand in vet fees and won us three hundred and fifty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of everyone's kind of gone. Oh well. So I've got those two sitting at my home. And actually, Raptors fell down the stairs the other day and had to cut his leg off because he shattered his leg. So was that just the other day? That oh, about a month ago that that happened. I think when I was over and I mentioned that and yeah. he said that some uh, one of the greyhounds had to um, lose their leg. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought it must have happened. Like, uh, it must have been a racing injury. Nah, nah, and it's the, like they've said, oh, no, we can't race him anymore. Nah, he's got to lose nah, a leg. No, nah, he, uh, nah, he's, he's, he fell down the stairs. <laughs> Which is, haven't we all? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> do you still have an interest in the greyhound? I do, but I just don't have time. Oh. So uh, there was a, I trained the dog for the end part of his career, but there was a guy called Bill Boone who trained, oh, I should throw him, we threw, had Harfer in there for a bit too, and he won nothing. But, um, uh, and uh, we, Bill trained our dog, and I still keep in contact with Bill, and I have a look at the races every week. I, I try to get across everything, but retain nothing. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Daniel, Ben's eldest brother and my oldest son, he does the um, cameraman out there. The oh, really? Now, yeah. Well, they've just changed all that now. They've built a new uh, yeah, uh, setup yes. and they've changed the camera angle and everything like they that. So. The way he was getting wet sometimes and rain. Oh, God, yeah. it was unbelievable. It was, it was pretty dodgy out there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, hopefully it looks a lot better and yeah. uh, I think it'll be a lot easier for Liam Mulry to call it because he was calling it at a back angle. Not, 150 yeah. meters away. Yeah. Now he's right on the track and he's right on the on the, the finish line. So uh, yeah. So oh well, I'll, we'll look forward to watching the uh, the good camera angles. Yeah. No, he's the number two cameraman, I think. Yep. No, it um, does the races every now and then. They get him for Sky every now and then for the races. It's been a good little earner for him. So actually, his name keeps coming up in seems to be every podcast but Hayden Thomas actually had a share in a greyhound as well the um, young Panthers player yep um, had a share in overtime oh that'd be oh mate there, yeah, I was, I ben, think there was, was 70 80, people yeah, in, in there that there was about yeah. 80 shares in it I think he only had like a odd I think like, they yeah. would put in 10 bucks <laughs> yeah I was going to say I think he put about 20 bucks into it but he was every time he would get up he would be happy about it it was a pretty handy dog too yeah, yeah. and that was a, a Declan Taylor Yes. Uh, which would be who plays at Panthers and his father Darren Taylor has got a got a big yeah, so, yeah, yeah it's a yeah, big thing yeah. when you it's like any sport I mean yeah. I remember Ben come home one day from school oh, I want to go and play hockey alright we'll go down and Tyler wanted to go down then too and I didn't realise so many kids were playing hockey mm. like, it's like anything if you get involved and there's quite a lot of people mm. that make these things happen and put a lot of time into it like it's not just the sport we're playing it's all these things and it requires Requires volunteers. It's amazing what people do with that for mm. a passion they have. I can't remember why I got into hockey. <laughs> I think they would give a friend? free yeah. drink away or something, a drink container or something. Olympics on? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Olympics were on or something like that. Yeah, Don't forget we've got a great history oh, in, yeah. in hockey. Of, of course, Dwight. Knowles, yeah. so we've had Captain Australia, uh, we've had gold medals, Jamie. Goads, yeah. Goads, yeah, yeah. Jamie the White. Australian yeah. team at one time. They, they, they were, yeah, they were. Not too sure. I reckon all three or two at least, I think, went to North Rocky too. Yeah, 
Oh, that really? probably would have. Yeah. And don't forget Kim Island yeah, way back where was yeah, was it was, was the early one. But we played it, with Heather Mackay probably actually. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting. Uh, I got to know them a bit through, and I actually got to MC a night with the with the hockey team when they were here on their way to the would have been one of the Olympics. So I had a relationship with them, and you you talk to the Knowleses and the Dwyers. So Jamie Dwyer was voted, I think, four or five times yes. the best player in the world. If he was a soccer player, he'd be the richest man yeah, in the right. world. The guy had talent. Boot, I think yeah. he made Queensland uh, under-19 cricket as well, so obviously can yep. translate it around the place. But with hockey, I'm sure he's done really well. But it's just... It, it's you know it, it's actually really big in 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 Europe. Oh, I'm say, There's actually a photo. There we go. He's yeah, sitting yeah. there now. Yeah. Jamie yeah. Wyman, well, not me yeah. so, and Tyler's uh, famous pink hockey stick. Yeah. yeah. There you go. The two. Right well, there's, there's yeah. a gold medalist sitting behind behind us. There you go. That was so untied. I wonder. Bright pink hockey stick, and, the, and he's wearing it in the photo too. I mean, I might have to post it up on the um, on the Instagram. But the thick red headband too, mm. the sweatband, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Tyler like, it's yeah. Not Tyler. Tyler likes to be unassuming and keep away from it. Anyway, so yeah, that's another thing we haven't touched on. Your media work, like I think you started that might have been the first year I was here too. I reckon you commentated a video for the nineteen ninety grand final up on a. <laughs> the one that I nearly couldn't get out of. Well, someone else wanted to get up there. Yeah, I know, yeah. There may be a fellow from Panthers, for some reason, did not like me. Because I wasn't lippy. I don't think yeah. Johnny Pete liked No, he didn't. Really. He didn't. And uh, it was a strange day that day, because I was calling the game. And was it uh, just a, like live commentary going out onto the field? Oh, no, no, it went on to a video of the yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. And uh, I, I think you could... Yeah, it was... It was a really strange day, which, you know, back in the... Was it, was it 90, 88? No, 90. 90. The one I remember, yeah, 1990. Yeah. We played your poon at yeah. our ground. And it was just really... What cap it was there? It was just... Oh, yes. Yeah, it's a different cap. Oh, I, yeah, I punched him once. Oh, in a game. You played against Warwick? I, I played there? against Warwick. Yeah. He was playing at Southport and I yep. was playing at Cooperoo. Of course, Southport was like your poon here. You know, yeah. They're winning by 130-odd yeah. points. And he uh, he manhandled um, our fullback Jeff Dixon, which I get on very well with. So I've come. Is that that played up here with you too? Yes. Oh, yeah, right. Dicko. Yeah, so uh, I've round armed this big punch, and I've hit Warwick on the chest, and my fist has bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> Warwick's grabbed me, and I re- I remember the umpire Bird Murray Bird has looked at me and said, Shimmer, what the hell are you doing? And Warwick's looking at me and I'm going, I am gone here. But he he's actually a really easygoing sort of fella and yes. he just pushed me away and you know, but he was strong. Big chested. Oh, yeah. He was strong. He was and I football. Oh yeah. And I so I've laid this punch on him and I didn't even get him the, I got him on the chest and you know, I'm I'm a joke when it comes to those sort of things. And I just remember him looking at me and then grabbed me and I've just gone, I, I'm dead here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my, other than that, I looked after Warwick that day uh, yeah, well, around he, the he place. He presented us, I, yeah. thanks Ian Diffie, I played in reserve grade grand final that day, uh-uh. but we won that and um, Warwick presented me for me medal and like when I'm going up to get there, I said, yeah, Ledge, Ledge, and he said, oh, Legend, what's uh, that for? Uh, I so much wanted to say, you ask your wife, but <laughs> ask the end, but I wasn't game to it. <laughs> you know, he was up there in his surfy yeah. shorts and all that like. Yeah, I, don't, I think he was pretty harmless kind of guy. He was, he? and I think anyone that knows him 
sees him as that. Yeah. He's just he's Peter Pan. He did very yeah. well out of football. I mean, yeah. it's not his fault they wanted to pay me, but money. Nah. I mean, the guy kicked hundred goals in a year. Yeah, how many guys have done that lately? Yeah, mark yeah. of the year. You've got to have yeah. some sort of ability. Yeah, that Sydney Swans team where he he kicked all excuse me all those goals. Pretty hot team, Jared Healy yeah. and those guys running through the oh, middle there. Nagel yeah. and all that in there. Yeah, yeah. so but nah, he could play. Diesel was in there. Yeah, yeah he Diesel, could play. Yeah. 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 So, so I did a little bit of media yeah, work, so that which start, is that yeah. started your media career, was it? And it just come about because I think someone needed someone to. I, I don't know if you call, recall Richard Pryor. He was the no, regional director of coaching yep. here. He was doing a segment on ABC, and him and I got on really well. He said, "Look, why don't you come in here? At, I'm leaving." They need someone to do that, and it just kicked in from there. And yeah. so I do a fair bit. I was doing a fair bit of that, but it's time for others to do it now. See, that's another thing. When I said to Ben, I said, "Oh, getting, um, we're going to try and get Wayne Clifford Shimmer on." He said, "I didn't think you liked Wayne." I said, "What made you think that?" He said, "Well, he ruined your career." I said, "Yeah, no, I'll forgive you for that because I um used to get. I used to work at Rocky Engineering and um." Ross Turner used to be on the radio. Yes, I do. Yep, he was a big Kangaroos fan. Yeah, and there was as in and, North Melbourne Kangaroos yeah, fan. Yeah, that's right. Yep. There was him and some rugby union guy. Animal was it? Animal? I don't know. What was his name? He had a big name. Anyway, about I don't know. It must have been around about six bit after six in the morning. They do this bit of a um, rap on the footy and that. Anyway, I was at work because I used to start work early and be there by myself. Anyway, there was a phone down near me, horizontal borer. Machine talk. Anyway, I rang up one morning because he was going on bagging um, Aussie rules or something. And I said, oh, I'd picked up from their previous conversations that he worked for DPI and was a soil tester. Or something. Oh, no. And I said to him, I said, oh, mate, you know, what do you know? You spend all weekend playing rugby, you get your face pushed in dirt, and then you spend the rest of the week, you know, trying to work out what you've got your face pushed into or something <laughs> like that. Anyway, Ross Turner got me to ring up a few more times. Anyway, he said to me, he said, look, we want to make this a regular segment. I said, oh, I can't ring up. Every morning. yeah, like I, I'm doing this before anyone's here at work. And yeah. Next thing I know, Wayne Reds and Wayne Clifford are on, on <laughs> four hour sports. Yeah. Uh, so I always tell the kids, and then oh look, I could have been big. I could have been Wayne Clifford. I could have been doing triathlons. That yes, it, it's it's yes. I forgot all about that. Did you? So yes. You've forgotten, but I don't forget. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so what, that just goes shows you how far Wayne and I have gone back together yes. as well. So, yeah, um, yeah there you go. Well, it. No wonder he hates me. He doesn't yeah, well, also, also had the suspicion, because Dad always tells me, he's like, oh, Shimmer is the nicest bloke ever. He's like, but there's no bloke who's that nice. There's, nah, there's got to be something. There's, there's always an answer. Something. There's something in there some, somewhere. <laughs> and I think that's that's Dad trying to justify. Yeah. It's like, took my radio job. As, yeah. yeah, that's it. Nah, I'm a real man. Well, I remember one day, Tyler... I can get creaky when they were nasty. Playing, Tyler was playing under 15s or something like that anyway. They played against brothers. And John O'Neill, I think, was our coach at the time. Quite a good junior coach, John O'Neill. Anyway, they must have sent players over to brothers to help out. Anyway, I, I must have been at the game that day and... I said to Tyler, oh, how'd that go? He said, no, good, good. He said, oh, oh, that coach was a really nice bloke. I said, was it Wayne Clifford? He said, yeah, that was his name, I think, yeah, Wayne. Or Shimmer or something like that. I said, yeah, no, that's him. Uh, no. Well, it, it's funny, because oh, I've, uh, I've seen that Tyler was doing a bit of triathlon there for a bit or something rather yeah, like that, and I was... Uh, yeah. I was just said to him, oh, if you ever need anything, just give us a yell, because I had some equipment and that at home. I, if you want it, but he was already set up in that. Yeah, no, he's like very too. keen yeah. on it. Uh, he wanted to run a marathon, but it's it's very difficult 
crossing the football and that. Mm. I think he found he lost a bit of bulk and power he did. doing yeah. that, like, and he's found that he's trying to get that back now for his footy, like. Mm. So it's a difficult thing. But, it's um, a trade off. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, and I suppose it's something maybe he's better do later. But he enjoys it. Really mm. enjoys it. It's a good sport. Yeah. So is footy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and footy's got that competitive thing. I mean, I remember when I stopped playing, I thought I'll try tennis because I used to play tennis as junior with Ian Diffie as a kid, and that it's just it's not that one-on-one competing against someone like kind of thing. I tried to play super rules, but I didn't enjoy that mm. at all. I couldn't work out how hard you were meant to go. There were some <laughs> guys that are. 60 years old out there playing there's some guys have played at, at 100% and I just couldn't work is that the I have, I'm the conflicted enough playing an ordinary <laughs> game of football without playing a game it's a great I... tournament though is that the Masters yeah. tournament yeah, yeah. 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 DJ goes through every year yeah well, I, went, I went to one with DJ and we had a, yep. we had a great time yeah. too at this level but it's different to what we have in the regional size because yep. we can't get everyone from that one age group yep. into that so you've got to make it a little bit so you were you were you were awkward as an opponent so that would make you so awkward as a, um, as a, in a, no, no, never found that. Um, and you were, if you play Super Rules and you still retain that awkwardness, because you were just awkward. You, I you had, it was classical, actually. But no, no, not. no, there was and nothing smooth was, about yeah, you. No, you just, no. you were like Pigpen. It just worked. There was dust going everywhere. Yeah. He worked really hard. He was really brave. And he was he was um, clean, as in a player, but he was awkward because he was just wiry and bony and all this sort of stuff. This sounds know. like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get these comparisons all the time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, yeah. yeah and and, much, and yeah. He, he rates himself down, but he, he can play for you. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I do. I cop it every now and then. I... I remember days. Oh, you've always been a dirty player. And I thought, I'm not a dirty player. It's just I, awkward. I, I, I'm just, yeah. yeah. Clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, well, no, no, it wasn't clumsiness. The clumsiness, yeah. I think, uh, it, it looks to that you're, you know, you just mum, bumble along. Yeah. You knew what you were doing. You could play. You were just, you were just hard to get around or hard to get hold of because everything was moving. You know? I, I just enjoyed playing. Yeah, I feel I like it. you were passing all of the things that you were called <laughs> onto me because you could you say oh I'm a dirty player I've just got to I've hold on to people too long I don't even know that they have got rid of the ball most yeah, of the time yeah. no I think you do tackle a little late and you react very much when someone says it's you late <laughs> yeah but who wouldn't and like me yeah. you can't fight so you've got to be careful I think we're in a good group here then yeah. <laughs> well I've, I've never been in a fight actually I've been, been a fight E yeah, yeah I've actually been. I've been <laughs> I think I, I think I threw one punch in a in a in a reserve grade. The game you played against Boyne Island, yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. There was one bloke who was just pissing me off or something, and then I, I don't know. I just punched him and got him on the mouth and busted his lip. <laughs> and then really, yeah, nothing happened. I umpire didn't see it or anything. And I think you started running over. I think oh, it would have been in trouble. Right. I think you'd be yeah, so yeah, slow, but that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky I saved you. Could have got hurt there. <laughs> yeah, I th- the guy. I think after I realised that I didn't actually know that I was throwing the punch, and I think I hit it, and then I'm like, "What? What have I just done?" <laughs> and I think I was in that, like you were saying, when Dermo grabbed you. I think after that, he didn't grab me or anything, but I was like, yeah, "I'm yeah. going to be in trouble here." <laughs> well, someone's going to come from somewhere and get me here. I, I think you learn little lessons, Ben. I, I was a young tacker, 18, went down to Gladstone. That I was pretty hot, thought I could play the game, and I mistakenly gave Alex Heroin a bit of a dig in the ribs, 
and that's the last time they talk about Tim Grendel being a speedball. Well, I was on the ground, and if he didn't lay 10 on me before I knew it, right in front of my father, I come off, and he's gone, well, that'll teach you a yeah. lesson, won't it? So it was, it was one of those life lessons that you pick up, yep. boom, straight away. Oh, and I did, Alex could handle himself. Yeah, well, I think I've told the story before on the podcast. Johnny Cherry, Nugget. Yeah. He, he kept saying to me, I was just playing like a backman, like, you know, real close, you know, stand almost on his toes, keep in contact with him, and... He said, stop doing that, lad, stop doing that. And anyway, first time in life I think I've ever thrown the first punch. Yeah. And I hit him, and then the next, I reckon there was 40 punches, and I thought the whole <laughs> board on the team must have turned up, but there was only Johnny, and he absolutely, and to make it worse, as I told you before, he apologised to me afterwards, coming off the ground, and said, oh, sorry, lad, I'm too old for fighting. I thought, you just absolutely flogged me. <laughs> he is a beautiful man. Oh, he yeah. is, yeah. I, 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 lovely bloke. Yeah, I lo- yeah that's going. right. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but things like that happen yeah. over our careers and yeah. things like that. Oh, and yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh, he is uh, just a wonderful man. Yeah. He really is a nice fellow. And um, he's... He must have played footy for a long time because he was playing when Dunno. Oh, he was old when I was young. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, Johnny Terrix, he's a... Yeah. Umpire now as well? He is, I think. Yeah. 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 So he's he's a good lad. I say, you wouldn't want to... Judge by the stories, you wouldn't want to be abusing him as... Someone did. <laughs> <the other laughs> like, I, I think I told you before, the boys said to me, whatever you do, don't pick up nothing. Don't pick up nothing. Well, <laughs> he can fight. He can fight. No, I, I was pretty confident because I'd had a bit of a blue with someone the week And you got height on your side too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, it can't be that good. <laughs> I don't remember whether I've said this on the podcast, but I think Corey read so just couple of years ago and Nugget got into a little bit of a brawl. That's right. And yeah, I think Corey was on the ground like facing up and Nugget was over the top of him. And um, I don't know, Corey was egging him on even then. And then I don't think Nugget threw a punch or anything. No, Nugget wouldn't and then I th- was. I yeah, I think um, Wayne pulled up Corey <laughs> after the game <laughs> and said, you are very lucky that he did not punch you. And I think he told him to go apologise to him. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Nugget, Nugget's a good man. Yeah. Hey, Corey's lippy? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, very much so. Right, so you're so... Did a podcast? Yeah, as I was well. doing some podcasts there for a while. There was uh, Andrew Ryan, uh, Damien Seabold, uh, myself, and Brad Villiers. Where we had a podcast going for a fair while. And, Brad uh, Villiers, one of the, he was a musician. Yeah, he is a muse. Yeah. Um, he, uh, him, and I've. It's kind of like lives take us over a various for a while. Like on our coach's son and, and brothers under thirteens. Um, yeah, and Brad and I have done a few of these different things together before. And he was a, a broadcaster on. Oh, I don't know, that station there has gone from Hot FM to CFM yep. to Triple M to yeah. so all that sort of stuff. So I was, I've been doing sport with them as well as emceeing business nights and sports nights yeah, for a long time. Yeah, you do a lot of that too, yeah. a lot of public and, um, speaking, which and you found easy. I loved it, yeah, yeah. I really Never enjoyed it. Never trained to do it? No, no, just... Open the mouth up and the rubbish come out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, never trained for it. Just uh, just just did it. Yeah. You know. Saw um, that Brad at something just recently. I can't remember what it was. Well, like when he was singing. Oh, the Ron- Ronda Jane's oh, concert. Yeah. He was yeah. Um, yeah. one of yeah. the guests there singing and that. Yeah, he's very very. Um, and he'll do very deep. Yeah, he'll do. I got his baritone. Yeah. Don't worry. Might may have been a member of Rock Force. I'm not sure. I. Don't know, no. but he, he certainly does musicals and all that here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does a lot. He does a lot of that. Yeah. So, and he really enjoys it. So, yeah. Um, yeah no. So, Brad and I have been 
good for a while. And so we got together there and we were able to put that out of there. And then when uh, Triple M put its own sports show together, we all went over there. And then we eventually went our, our different ways and yep. uh, did different... We, but I still keep in contact with the boys on a semi-regular basis. And that's Justin and Rachel. And that that's Justin, that Rachel and uh, Simo. Simo. Yeah, and I think uh, Grizz gets on there occasionally. But we, we, no, my... Sons, junior cricket or footballers, all at that time now. So I don't get uh, don't get much of a chance to to hear what's yep. going on. All right, you want to grab some more? I was going to say, did anyone want another beer? Oh, yeah, I can have one more. Can I? Yeah, yeah, I got them a bit lower strength, but the first ones I looked at were five point two. So when did you get married? Sorry, what year was that? That was so Jenny and I got married. <laughs> What did you ask me this for? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, it was the uh, 21st of January, 13 years ago. 13 years ago. Yeah, I think Maggie was two. Yep. No, no, it would have been 11 years ago because Archie was born as well. So uh, we uh, we had children out of marriage. Yes, that's right. And if you know Jen's, Jen's father, uh, Big Axman, uh, no, nah, he, was, he was pretty cool. I can tell you a funny story about the first night I met them. Yeah. yeah. Well, go on, tell us. Yeah, I know. Well, while we're waiting for beers. So, so, Jen's father's Tony Hoffman, who's been an axman here for a long time. He's Related a cricketer as well. Paul's yeah. there. Yeah. The, the, the father. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cricketing family, all that sort of stuff. So, Jen and I started to see each other, and I got to go over and meet them. So, we get over to their place, and uh, we go out the back, and here's Tony in his VB singlet, all yeah. oiled up, sharpening these axes. And I'm thinking... I'm in a lot of strife here. Yeah. If I muck up here, and uh, thank you, Ben, and I, to this day I've never seen him sharpen an axe since then. Yeah, I think it was just, reckon, yeah. I think it was all bravado. But no, no, they're a good had family. The white pants on. Oh, no, he didn't have that on that time. Oh. Yeah, he just had the VB shirt on. But uh, yeah. he had something like twenty axes, and I'm just looking at the one that's got yeah. my name on it, sort of thing. But yeah, so so Jen and I have been together for <clears throat> seventeen years or something like right. that now. So, so yeah, I was just trying to get a timeline yeah. on it because. In 2009, that's when you made another leap of faith. Like, so you left the banking industry you've been yeah. for, what, 27 years since you left school? Yep, yeah. So... Was that a midlife crisis thing? Or no, look, I... I'm being sarcastic. No, 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 it, it wasn't. It was an interesting... Maybe it was. I wasn't quite sure. So, to that time, work was something which helped me fund my sport. Yep. Right, so my Aussie rules were so important. And then after that, I was really focused. I was at the, the, the credit union at this stage. So I was really focused on that. And then, you know, Maggie and that had come along and uh, Archie had come along. So your priorities yep, so change a little bit. Already, yep. And I, um, I just felt that I needed a different challenge in life and it wasn't sport. And I didn't think that workplace, as well as I got on with everyone was the, the avenue I wanted to, that I could do that in. And then I jumped in with George Pizarus into the uh, into the cafes, into the bakery. So yeah, like, never worked so hard in my life, I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I, and, and it, was, it was an interesting time because I had two children under the age of uh, four. Yes, like the secure choice would have been to stay with the bank. Stay with the bank, yeah. I, I reckon I was at the education, I was at the age i.e. Redders, being dropped from the uh, the footy centre, whenever mergers or anything like that happen or a thing, that's that group that's going. It was in that industry, that's what happened all that oh, time. Right. That age yep. group of person, yep. that 45 to 50-year-old, they all get wiped out at that stage. And I thought, well, set myself up for something 
else that I could go on to. And uh, hence, I was into Degani Bakery Cafe, which morphed into Jolt Bakery Cafe, and now I'm at Rockhampton Wholesale Bakehouse. Blatant plug, if ever I've heard <laughs> one. But, um, yeah, so, so I do that now. So I've got the bakery now there. So, so. how... Yeah, how many have you got at the moment? Like you had- I only have that, oh, and yeah. I have a small right. share in Jolt Yipun, but oh, I don't right, have yeah. any managing share or anything like that. It's just an investment, yep. and I'm now I've just bought my business partner George Bazaris out, a crazy Collingwood man. Yep. And um, so George still owns the it, other ones, or no? That- he's just got Yipun. So we've sold off to people all the other shops, yep. and George and I still have a small share in Yipun. Uh, he's semi-retired, so yep. I've bought his share out of uh, Glenmore. Yep. And my baker, Cameron Wilson, who's a who's a great lad and a hard worker, he's bought 25% of George's share and we're going to try and give it a go again. So it's another leap of faith. Yeah, it's good. It's been very successful. I mean, it must be a lot of stress and worry at times. It's different. It's, it's worked yeah. for you. I miss being able to go home and switch off, but that's life. You know, as yep. I said, your, your, your challenges and all that come up and... You know, you, you, you've got to do things where it's a good little business. I've got a great staff. I just need a couple more. Yeah. You know, my, my, my crew are fantastic. Yeah. But we just need more people to, to work. So, yeah, it seems to be something you've always done. You've, you worked hard at your footy. Like, yeah, I, I don't think I was, Yeah, I, I believe if, you, if I was to die tomorrow, I'd, I'd think that he worked hard at it. Because I don't think I was, I was a solid player. But I had a good work ethic is probably where I, I go to. And I, I look at... Yeah, and you, I think, you I think the most naturally no, talented, but no. you had natural... And, and I felt I could play at most levels after a period of time because I worked hard enough to, yeah. to get to that. And I, it's it's interesting to, to try and throw that into a son who's... who's a bit of a natural athlete. He's he? natural. He's, yeah. a, he's a solid... He's a good cricketer. Yeah, um, I've heard that. A quick bowler? He's a, he, he opens a bowling for Central Queensland and bats at three. Really? Yeah. So he's, he's got... Yeah. At, at this stage, you know, things yeah. change. They're young. Yeah, yeah, he's no, pretty no, solid no, for yeah. this area. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> you know, he's, he's 175 centimetres at 12. So he's... Yeah. And he moves around okay. He's just good. But... Does yeah, he yeah. play footy, sorry? He does. He's, he does he right, full yeah. forward for the under-13s. Yeah. Enjoys football? He loves football. Loves football. Loves football. Yeah. We even having a chat the other day. He said, Dad, he said, I really like footy a lot more. He likes the cut and thrust of it all. He said, I get a bit bored with cricket. And I said, well, footy's not as structured as cricket is at the moment because all the rep stuff and that puts a lot of time into it. Yeah. And I said, footy will become that way. I said, you know, it's up to you what you want. I'm, I'm happy for him to do whatever he wants. Yeah. But he, he, do they he interfere it. with each other? Because I know when I was playing hockey and then playing AFL at the same time, like around the same age, I think I would have been 12, yeah. 13. Yeah. That, then it, fuel, money. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I then had to make a decision whether I wanted to play hockey or I wanted to play AFL. And I, I probably was a better hockey player than I was an AFL player. Mm. But I just loved AFL more, so I yeah. Yeah, gave up hockey because it was both Saturday mornings mm. and then between Tyler as well. Yeah. Well, we they, they coexist at this stage, and and I'm I'm big on it. I, and but it, we play in Boyne tomorrow. Uh, I don't know when this will drop, but you know the games are Boyne. Then we come home, we go down to Gladstone for cricket on Sunday, and he's lucky enough to get a gig in the Brisbane Premier League in September. So he got drafted into a team down there. Just it'll be just good experience for him. In, in so, the junior comp in, 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 in the under thirteen comp there. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the, the Brisbane Premier League. It's an eye opener for me. 
So he's, um, we'll go to Toowoomba for a training session and things. So cricket's at, at a representative level for junior stuff is is really well organised and, and yeah. well done. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's pretty solid. But he's the sort of kid there that once the game's on, he's, he's fine. Yeah. You know, it's just like any kid, it's yeah. hard to get in there. I, I wouldn't say he's out there knocking the door down every day, and but he'll have a kick and a bowl and we'll play a bit of backyard stuff. And that's the age where you enjoy what you do. We often have a conversation. I'll have it with, I would have had it with you or with other kids. You know, as you get older into the age groups of your sport, the people that are playing the sport are the people that want to be in it. So you can't rely on natural ability. You've got to do more work. Oh, that's and, right. And, yeah. and, that's, and that, that'll come later the on. Yeah, old saying of, um, <clears throat> what is it? Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yes. That's oh, right. Spot yeah. on. I love that. Yeah. Well, I, love I, that. I remember down home, like, the kids that played Ovens and Murray schoolboys football and then never played football, mm. even at the standard I play. Mm. Like, when, once, quite often those are the bigger kids. Yeah. Once they found everyone else caught up to them yeah. in size and they found, oh, this yeah. football's a bit harder yeah. when everyone else is the same size. I can't yeah. just pluck it out of the air over the top of everyone. But you've been a dad and you've seen your, your three boys come through and, and it, it, it's... Our job is to encourage, and realistically, in the end, no matter what level they're playing at, if they enjoy their footy or cricket or whatever they want to play, you know, I'm happy for that. That's you know, right. You, yeah. you just, I, uh, yeah. I just like the idea of a team sport, I, yeah, mean, I think, I, but, I, but if I want to play something else, it doesn't worry me. I'm right? with, no, I'm yeah. with you. No, team sport first, and team sport first, yeah. and then later. Because Joel retired from the team sports very tired young, from yeah. all sports in under sevens. <laughs> yeah, he did. I reckon. Yeah. No, just well, too much. But there you go. Now he's found something he's passionate about. He's, well, last three or four months he's been going to the gym mm. six days a week. Like, yeah. You know? So yeah. who I would have picked that, but he's... But we all grow at different times. We all mature yep. and we all develop at different times, yeah. you know, and yeah. Right. No, it's good fun. Do you think you'll ever pull on the boots with your son? No, I can't see be... it happening now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've kind of... I've kind of blossomed a little bit myself lately and uh, even I do a lot of work with them in the 13s where I run around and tackle and put pressure and think because sometimes it's easier for a coach to do things so an exercise doesn't break down. Yeah. Ah, they're all outrunning me. (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, it'd be not. I I play cricket with him. We play corporate cricket and I I enjoyed that. Yes, I saw some. Yeah, the Jot Weasels. Yeah, so it was actually good for him to have a game with us against men. And uh, you know, just to yeah, it was it was nice. So I could I won't get that in footy, but it was good to have that in cricket. And, yeah, and always played a bit of cricket, have you? I've loved it. I'm a, I'm a, a terrible spinner. cricketer. No, no, no. I'm a just a, a yeah yeah basically <laughs> yeah yeah basically yeah. I love cricket. Absolutely yeah. love cricket. I'm just a cricket tragic, but uh, was never any good. At it. Yeah, you know? I played junior cricket. Yeah. Like that's all you did down home. Yeah. Junior cricket, tennis, and. Football. And it, it, it's been really good the last five or six years. And we've got this corporate team going because of our coaching our kids yep. at the Nets. Yep. And a few of the fathers got together. And I was, again, I just got, why don't we make this happen? Boop. Before we know, we had a team together and the, the job was So you get involved. Well, you get, you're you're not do. a half-hearted person. You no, yeah, 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 I like to be involved. It's, yeah. it's hard for me to sit back. It's just part of... So with... Does... Your daughter play? Yeah, Maggie's Maggie's um, Maggie's a gymnast. Yeah, she loves her gymnastics. She's not reaching any great heights or anything, but she loves what she does and she coaches it. Yep. Maggie's a cool kid. 
I really enjoy her. She's got enough spunk. Uh, the boy's a bit square, but she's uh, she's got enough spunk <laughs> about her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, but she's cool, and she has um, obviously some Hoffman genetic issues around the place. So I think she's nearly finished with her gymnastics. But she's uh, I'm hoping she takes up a. We're like you. We we need to have. You can't quit a sport until you've yep. got another sport to go to. But with our bodies, because she's quite tall. Uh, my wife is taller than me. Jen and was a triathlete too, wasn't she? No, she's more of a swimmer, oh, and uh, yeah, but she did things. So there's yeah, there's a little difference between a triathlete and doing triathlons. A triathlon's such a great way to keep fit. I would recommend it to anyone. And and Jen and I did a few of those things and that together. But they're always active. Yep. And uh, Maggie's um. Yeah, Maggie's cool. She's uh, so I, I'm hoping she gets into rowing or maybe a bit of um, volleyball around the place. So it's important for kids to play sport, even yeah. later teenage kids to play sport. They're especially a bit big in um, like the private schools in Rockhampton. What's like, that? The, the the rowing. Is, yes, yeah, it is. Like, yeah. um, does she go to grammar? She does go to grammar. Grammar, yeah. yeah so yeah. grammar, I know that they've got a pretty big rowing. Or not, I don't know, pretty yeah. big, but. They've got a rowing program and all that, where it's like, I mean, obviously North Rocky, I don't think we've ever considered rowing no, at all, it, but it, it, yeah, yeah like the private schools that do those, like yeah. um, rowing and the volleyball. Uh, TCC have a good thing, so we're trying to get Maggie there. She's not overly keen on that. I think we get to volleyball, but Arch does a bit of rowing as yeah. well. I think it's I think it's good for your core and good for your strength as you, you know, because he's had a lot of Uschlagers from growth, because they grow so quick. He's grown four and a half inches in the last four months. You have to fill me in. What's an Uschlager? Uschlager. Uschlager. Uh, so severs is the, is, the, is the the ankle and the spur at the bottom. It's where oh, your heel right. plate is starting to grow in. Your Uschlagers is just here about, uh, around your kneecap. You might so, have had so, that once, yeah. I reckon. That? Yep. So, yeah. So, left untreated <laughs> by parents that don't care uh, <laughs> is, is you'll get... So, that's where... Or it's just all those ligaments where they grow to there from there. And it's... Uh, so, always, he's had a lot of those. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're things that lots of kids have. I always and, remember um, saying to you, yeah. what, is, what is this? And yeah. you were like, no, it's yeah. not broken. Yeah, you said, oh, I think it's I'm just the, the way your bone is. I'm from... <laughs> Yeah, but not broken. It's all right. Yeah, exactly. Rub it hard, son. You'll be yeah. right. Yeah, yeah and it, look at that. And, and right. it, it just just holds him up, you know. And yeah. when you're a fast bowler or wanting to play footy, so he hasn't had the chance to play competitive footy till under thirteens because that's what we have in, oh, right, yeah. in here. So yep. uh, we've all been Friday nights sort of stuff. But yeah, it plays up in the hard grounds and that and it's just a growth problem. Yeah, yeah. it's just a, it's just a growth <laughs> issue with kids. That's yeah. all it is. And it happens with active kids too because they're putting pressure on things. All yeah, the time, but I don't so. think I was. I think I would have hit one massive growth spurt. Like, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, yeah grade grade eight. Yeah. I was still pretty small. I remember at high school. Yeah, you were and then, one of the smaller kids. Yeah. yeah, and then I don't know, grade nine. I just must have you're started taller, growing. Now, yeah. what are you now? What? Oh, I think I'm about 189, 188. Oh, what's that in our terms? Oh, I think he's about six, six foot two. two. Yeah, right, six I think. Two. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm with I know this, he's taller than me. Yeah. Uh, with this new the yeah. fit stop oh, that sorry. I've been doing, uh, they're about to start a six-week challenge. So there's a challenge and all that, and you've got to get scans done and all that. So I could have a have a height and weight and all that. Oh, it's an optional, optional yeah. thing. You don't have to do it, but I think it'd be pretty interesting. Mm. Yes. But what's it going to achieve? What are we going to... Look at building, yeah. Like so building like you, mass or- yeah, you can kind of they do a do a nutrition plan and all that for you as well. So mm-hmm. you can choose. They got an app and you can choose what kind of calorie deficit you're looking for. Like, and if you obviously if you want to you lose don't need weight, a calorie deficit. Though, yeah, yeah, but no, yeah, no. like a guide. Sorry, to, yeah, yeah. And it's like to- the lower 
would be for losing weight, obviously. Yeah. Which, but you want to play. I don't want to lose any weight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm going to choose a higher one, yeah. Surplus. Surplus? Yeah. yeah. So, but you've got to work. Yeah. yeah. But it'd be built with, with the view to put muscle on too as well. Yeah. Yeah. I say that's my goal to put muscle on rather than losing weight or toning yeah. down or anything don't like that. Don't yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell us how to do it. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> So it must be a very full life these days. Then, so you've got two very sports orientated children. Yep. You've got a blossoming business. You're not so much into media work now. You're no, I, I hardly do anything now. I did yeah. the odd MC job if someone asked me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you're don't still do involved it. at the brothers, though, coaching juniors. Yeah, just through the juniors. I tend yep. to keep away from the just because I'm a bit busy at the moment yep. uh, with the seniors. But I think over the next couple of years, once work settles down, I'll have more time. At the footy club, but I'm not big on committees or anything like that. I'd rather coach and mentor or something like that than to be on a committee. Excuse me. Those you hope are to move through the grades with... Uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, there's got to be a time someone where someone else coaches your, yeah. your kid. And I'm at... Probably got one year of cricket left and I don't really coach. I'm, I, he has a coach, but I I'm, I'm, I manage that group of kids. And I think I've got a bit to offer for the next couple of years in footy. And uh, see what happens from there. See where he where he uh, where he goes to. What he does from there. But yeah, at some stage, someone has to take over. Yeah, uh, and I get a message from someone else. Yeah, because they're not going to listen to us. No, no, not all the time. Do you feel coaching? Yep. The message is the same as you used to get. Like, has footy changed that much? I mean, I know yeah. at the top level they play a a different style of game. Yeah. I think they're fit enough to do that. I yeah. mean, to me, footy is still, sh- I sometimes say to Ben and Tyler, Look, maybe just play man-on-man football and see how you're going against your poo. Like, if they're going to run past for a handball, run with them mm. and, and all those things, but it's not that easy. I think they're also a lot fitter than us, so. Yeah. As, as, and that, 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 that <laughs> helps that. It, it depends where you are, I think, Ledge. I, I think some of the, 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 I love the tactics of footy. I pour over podcasts all week on the tactics. I love David King. I love listening to him. Yeah, they do go into a lot. Of I, uh, like Ben was saying earlier about yeah. the press that confused them. I yeah. thought, why does that confuse you? Yeah. Just kick over you the know, press. And they, yeah. they talk about a forward press, they talk about a back press, yeah. they talk about what they do. Don't forget that fitness has changed the face of the game at the top level. Mm. Yeah. At the top level, it is not the game that no. we see. And I was... You know, because I was spewing last week when Brisbane let forty-two points oh. go to to Richmond, and you elicited all those pains. Yeah. And um, oh, Redsills when they had Brisbane lost too. Jeez. Oh yeah, well, that, they can't be yeah. too quite. Oh, oh the, the boys when they lost, I was going to say Wayne this uh, Sunday against Brisbane. But you know, you kind of look at that, and, and we don't get to see too much of how that can change. Or uh, to me, Richmond just run around us. They closed up the corridor. So I love listening to that sort of thing. So Brisbane were trying to get through the corridor. Richmond closed it up. We were too slow on the outside. Guys like Bolton and Rioli and all those guys ran around the likes of Robertson and these sort of guys who are great servants but probably aren't there. And I love Mitch. He's going to lose his spot. He got yeah. dropped this Did week. He? Has he? I thought yeah. he was on extended yeah. interchange. And it's just, look, we've all been there. He, you can just see they're just too quick for him at the moment. He's been a great servant. He's not a bad player. He's been a great player for both Carlton and Brisbane. Time's up. Yeah. If there's not someone, if Jackson Pryor or some of these guys aren't better coming through, well, might as well give the old man and I a go. <laughs> but getting back to your point of the, if the game's changed, well, as I said, the fitness has changed it. But I think the basic points are, and I look at my juniors now because that's where I focus, and the talented hand in junior footy, and you'll know it yourself, 
is very centred around a few things. And on the outside, it can be really awkward because kids are developing at different stages. When you get to senior level, it's still that way. However, the gap isn't as big as what it what it can be around the place. But I think, to me, the, the same principles are get to a spot, get numbers to a spot, move it to the next spot, get numbers to that spot. Move. And Geelong did it for a long time. That, and that's why they kicked around the boundary. Why do you think the AFL is trying to kick that ball in? Kick it down the line, force a contest, be stronger than everyone, force it to the next contest. But we can do that through the middle here. Through, and I think it's still there. Get more people, kick to a spot, get more people to the fall of that ball, where we go. I think when you get fitness and you get other things involved, um, you can have more structure and things like that. But you just, yeah. We're only seeing it from here too. Yeah. You know, I haven't had a chance to look at anything down south for a while to see, you know, even at the QFL level or, or the sunny coast or the... Or the other levels to see what they're doing. Yeah, you know, we only really relate it back to back to here, and uh, I, I think the same principles are there that you get to a contest, get numbers to that contest. If you work hard enough, get it to the next contest. Yeah, uh, it, it's a little bit limited there. There are things that you can do within that, but I think you you've got key people, and I know that's what I work on. We've got key people to do a role, and everyone else's role is to get to those areas when the ball comes to ground. And see, these people that said in the 70s, it was just this mark and kick, it was free and flow. I think I think maybe they've got rose-coloured glasses. I think if you grabbed a few games, of course yeah. they were. You can grab a few games any time here, and they're like that too. It doesn't happen. Football's generally a slog. It, it is, and, and you have to work out, and sometimes the game will break open early, sometimes it'll break open late. And, and I feel at the AFL level, we don't like... The Richmond Fremantle game, and you're a Dockers man. Unusual yeah. for them to... 52-point all draw, probably not ideal. Some games are exciting like that, but you don't want it to be. I do like the idea of of the stand rule where it can open the game. I, I understand what they're trying to do, and I think the AFL for the last 10 years has tried to shrink the field. Well, the coaches have. Oh, the I think now they're trying to open the game up, which will bring back... When we grew up, you had your... Well, you had Tony Lockett, you had your Kernahans, you had your... The, the Battle of Langford and Kernahan was fantastic. The Battle of Carey and Jakovic was fantastic. If we can get back to where we can, and I think some backs in the top level are getting found out because they're not used to playing one-on-one, I think that's what they're trying to... The forwards are trying to get one-on-one and the backs still want well, that zone. Man, zone that, yeah. What do they call him, that guy that comes in and... Yeah, he just comes over you know. and spoils the contest. So... Because I think it went through a stage where they didn't, they wanted to hold the footy, and this was Hawthorne. They wanted to hold the footy so they kick it sideways, maintain possession, maintain possession, maintain possession, work your way up. Because they didn't want a 50 50 contest. Now I think they want to get it quicker there because you've got Joe Danaher, who's six foot seven. You want that ball in there quicker. And Charlie Cameron's coming from outside 50 while that ball's sitting in the air. I can guarantee you he can get that 50 metres. In six and a half seconds, so if the ball comes to ground, he's onto it. So I think they're trying to lengthen the field, which will hopefully bring back the ability to mark to get one-on-one contests around the place. Like I know, what do you? you, You're a young person. What do you like? It was before my time, but I would love to see big forwards kicking a hundred goals in a season again. Like I mean, I think it was the last that. Buddy Franklin was was Fevin. Yeah, yeah, Fevin. Buddy were trying to go for the last one. Nine like nine behind it all. Yeah. Well, no, Clarkson clogged up the. Yeah, Clarkson, Clarkson didn't clogged, let him get it, him. clogged it up and didn't, but like, didn't let him get it. I mean, I suppose I was 
I was alive for that. I was just very young, but yeah. I love the big forwards. Like, oh, I love seeing a big forward kick a bag and all that. And I think I'm missing that a bit. Like when, especially, I love it when they rush on the field for that hundred. Oh. Like when I saw a buddy kick his thousands, yeah. everyone's just rushed the field. How, how like, exciting was that? Yeah, you would love to be there for that. It's just a. But would would you rather? What well, you've answered your question. Would you rather watch a big forward take control or? watch a team scramble around. You'd be more happy oh. if your team won. But I loved watching Gary Ablett. Yeah. I loved it. He was he just was, yeah, fantastic. Was and you know, and we were spoiled in that era because you had Dunstall kick 100, yep. Ablett kick 100, Lockett kick in 100. Yeah. So right. um, um, And then you a guy like Tony Modra come along who was yeah. taking big pack marks. Was yeah, he was spectacular. Pack Modra. marks. My, uh, I read something about him the other week. So, yeah. so you, you enjoy that style of footy and that... Hasn't happened for a little while because that's the evolution of the game. Yep. I hope it evolves back into something, something similar to that. Yeah. It'll never be the same. I think it was no. last yeah. year Tech started. Tex Walker started the year on fire. I think he kicked like mm. 16 Six. goals yeah. in the first three rounds or something. Everyone was saying the big forwards are back and all that. And I, that was the most excited I'd been in a while for 40. Like just, even I don't even care about Adelaide really as a club or anything, yeah. but seeing the big forward dominate like Tex, yeah, he's I was... A, but you, you you enjoy you want to see where Kerno and Mackay go for Carlton, yes. don't you? You yes. really want to see. That's why I, I've actually got them as a smoky to win. Oh, well, because I, that is that is a very good team. I, I I think I think if you look back over history and maybe the the first flag of Richmond's run was an anomaly with no ruckman, no second big forward. But most of the teams had two big forwards. Well, look at Brisbane, the big well, run. Yeah, they had Keating. We had, it was just a September player. Yeah, yeah. And then they had um, Brown had, and Lynch. Yeah, Bradshaw, Lynch and, yeah. and, and Brown. And you look at most successful eras will have two big yeah. forwards around yeah. the place. West Coast and, the same. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, were you even looking when West Coast knocked off Collingwood a couple of years ago? They had Darling and they had uh, the boy who's retiring Kennedy, now, Kennedy, Kennedy yeah. now. Then you tuck in Vardy and uh, a couple of big guys like that. I think the big guys are still vitally important, and that's why it's important. So imagine if Mason Cox had a little bit more room to move. Now, Collingwood are kicking the ball quicker. Mason Cox looks like a champion player at the moment now. So when you stop the ball, stop the ball, you give time for players to flood back. Don't forget these guys are super fit. So the quicker you move the footy... That's right. ..the more excitement I think we're going to get. I'd rather go and see a one-on-one battle... Or a forward kick a heap of goals. Yeah. Even six goals. Yeah. Uh, I'd be right. happy with that. Yep. Then watch a grind out. I would love for Freo to get someone who's capable of that. Like, as much as I love um, Matthew Taverner, I don't think he's capable of kicking. Like, he's not that big forward that we need. He like, hasn't taken the next level. Your, yeah. your Ruckman's good with Darcy. Sean Darcy, yeah. But if, you, if we're you trying to get Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. And that's an interesting. I'm worried that it might be another Tom Boyd situation where you throw a million dollars at it and, you know, Tom's at his... Well, yeah. But if Luke Jackson would throw a million and he wins us a premiership like Tom Boyd did for Bulldogs, I'll yeah. be... Yeah, you'd take it. I'll and he's set. obviously a, a talent. So it'll be yeah. interesting to wear... That sorts out, but I'd be chasing him. You got I would Brayshaw. You've got yeah. You've got these Sarong, players that Sarong that that can play the game, and when you have got something to kick to, Tabin is solid, but he's yeah. he's not ripping a game apart. Is I would he? love to win it this year even more now because David Mundy's retiring. Yeah, I think an absolute battler of the game. I think he's played three seventy now. Yeah, and then you've also got to take into account that he's flying. Yeah. 
Kilometers. Played in every free jumper, and they reckon yeah. thirty jumpers. Yeah, outside of his head, no one had. Uh, no, it was, but yeah. I think it's only uh, Geelong and Melbourne. Yeah, oh, Sydney I, might pop up, but I can't uh, see Sydney anyone else. Be, yeah, there. Melbourne, I would have said no doubt, but gee, they've had a bit of a shock and run. Yeah, fun think. fact: if Feather kicked his hundredth goal, which I think he got ninety-eight, he would have been only a second Carlton player to have ever done that. Is that right? Oh, yeah. The first was... Jezelenko? Yeah. yeah. Jezelenko. Yeah. Number 25. Yeah. There you go. Oh, After all those players. Did Modra ever kick 100? Pretty sure he did. He did. Yeah, yeah pretty sure he did. Adelaide, never at Freo. Yeah, yeah, never at Freo. But I think we... I think he might have a couple of times. Yeah. He kicked 125. Did Sumich kick 100 at West Coast? Yes. Yeah, he definitely did, yeah. What's Pab's most? Now, there's a good player. 80-something. Oh. There's a good player. Pab. Shima, I... That's the happiest I've been in this podcast hearing you say yeah. Pav's a good player. He's a good player. Do you reckon player. he's better than Jonathan Brown? Different. But yeah. better? As a centre-half forward. I think he made a All-Australian centre-half forward, centre-half back, and as a... Um, as a rover. I've said this to Jacob. I said, I think Jonathan Brown is a better captain, maybe a better forward, but Matthew Pavlich is a better player to me. He's yeah. back line, midfield, forward, all Look at the shirt I've got on. Yeah. I'm going for the number 16. <laughs> and he's also, I think he's kicked more goals than Brown. He's, he's, he's a yeah. good Brown had a few player. guys who kicked goals. Yeah. He's like, like that. Yeah. Nah, Pav's, Pav's, awesome Pav's great. Yeah. I think we better wrap this up. This is We could talk we forever. Could talk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have rambled you on a bit, so I apologise for that. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Now, as part of our show... Our guests gets to invite on someone they'd like to have on. It used to be a celebrity, but now we don't care who you invite. Yeah. To be a celebrity. Oh, it doesn't um, have to be a celebrity. Oh, I don't know. We haven't got any any recommendations so far. No one's actually followed through with. No. No, but, no, but, no, no yeah. but I'm, I'm talking to people. I'm talking to people. Actually, I'm yeah. talking to a female. Well, I've got my people talking to a female guest. We might have a second female guest, hopefully. That works out. Maybe. Someone I can pass the baton on to. Yeah. Yeah. So, who would you like to hear their story. Everyone's got a story, as we say. Everyone's got something. I know. I'm going to, you've, you've put me on the uh, on the you spot here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll have to play some think music. Um, we'll pause this. Yeah. No, I think you might you have what, to pause I'll, I'll this. Give, I'll give these beers another play. Yeah. They're not bad at all. I, no, very good. I don't mind that, actually. Um, what is it? Pirate Life. Or something. Or something. I, actually, I know who you can get. Glenn Chadwick. Glenn Chadwick, yep. he's a local, isn't he? He is a local now. He rode at he's the Beijing bike. Olympics. He's a cyclist. Yep. Yep. And he's one of the nicest fellas that you'll ever meet. So he was used to be Anime's sister-in-law. Oh, right. Righto. So his brother Mark and, and Anna were married in their previous life. But I think Glenn would have a great conversation of how he rode pro in Europe and in the Which United States. Cycling's huge. Yeah, I know. And I was only, yeah, I think he'd be a great fella and I think he would do it. Yeah? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tear it up for you. Will you? Yeah. Good, I know, because we are really moving out of our comfort zone here. Yeah, no, nah, he's uh, he's one of the nicest people and most unassuming people that you've ever met. You would not think this guy rode the Olympics or rode professionally overseas. I remember going over when, uh, when Jen and I went over in 2006 to Lausanne. We stayed with him for a week in, in, uh, in Belgium over there and just got to see him operate and watch him race and you think there's a bike race going here and they just have a little race there and there's thousands and thousands yeah, of people around. Yeah. But Glenn, I think, would be a great conversation. You text me later on and because I'll forget these sort of things. <laughs> Too many knocks in the head <laughs> from Glenn sure players hitting me in the back yeah. of the head all my life. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, he'd, he'd be a good chat. 
right. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Thank you very much, Wayne, for doing this. It's no. been very enjoyable. I've learned a few things about you I didn't know. Done very well for yourself. I think you've, like I said before, you've when anything you seem to turn your hand to, you give it everything. And um, why you've been successful at all those things. And thank you very much for being on Fresh from the Esky. It's my pleasure, yeah, boys. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And thank you, uh, thank you so thank much. You. And it's, uh, thank you for the kind words. I don't think they're warranted, but we just get on with it and enjoy it. Nicest bloke I know. Like I say, that's probably why I was a bit cynical with the camera. No one would be that nice, but you, no, you definitely are. All right, that's episode 22 in the can, Benny. There we go. Thank you Not very much. Done.